Hey, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber. Collectively, we are Brown Girl Alchemy. A mother-daughter unit using our personal journey and growth within our blackness, womanhood, and lives in general to motivate, activate, revolutionize, inspire, uplift, and heal. We hope to navigate through the seasons with you as we alchemize authentically into the best versions of ourselves. We are our sister's keepers, and this is Brown Girl Alchemizing. What's up? We're back. Hey, beautiful brown girls. Beautiful brown girls. How are y'all feeling? What is the tea? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Black History Month. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is perfect because um, we'll talk about gratitude for this episode, but what fueled it was Black History Month and our ancestors. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, but so much has changed again since the last episode. Y'all already knew. I think the last episode that we re- recorded, I was I guess the week of my due date. Right. Yeah, like I was I think I was due within 5 days. Yeah, I was pressuring you to try to get something out before you had the baby. Yes. And here we are. And you are a new mommy. I sure am. I am a grandmother for the first time. Y'all, she's the best grandma ever, 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 ever. I am totally, totally, totally obsessed with my little peanut. I know everyone says this, but I'm just telling you, he's the cutest, 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 most most beautiful little baby in the world. He's so so sweet. I'm just like, there's no feeling like it. I'm just, I'm in gratitude. You're in gratitude. And just real quick, like, what would you say is the difference between being a mother and shifting into this new grandmother role? For me, I don't have the anxiety that's attached to being a new mom or parenting, period. There is just You're this. very seasoned in this mama game. I am. <laughs> and I can't, I mean, we, we spoke about this before you became a mother. And I used to tell you, like, Amber, it is the most stressful job on the planet. Yeah. There's nothing more stressful yeah. than being a parent. I can't speak for being a dad. I just know being a mother is just, like, on another level of stress, stress and anxiety. Yeah. And I don't feel that with Ezra. I just feel this, I just want to love him. Yeah. Like, I don't have the same worries because I know you're going to be able to handle this. I just want to love him. And that's that's all I feel. It's just love. He's going to be rotten. He already is. And, <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, and it's something else when you see yourself in your grandchild because it's not your child yeah it's like my child had a child but this child still looks just like me no it's super trippy for and sure. it, it freaks me out it's just like oh my god i have a legacy i have a grandson Oof. that's crazy to me that word has just been like ringing all the bells absolutely i think especially after dad but definitely once I got pregnant, that was all I could think about was legacy. Right. And it was just like, what am I here to do? Mm. And how can I make my child's life better than mine was? Right. And when I leave this earth, 
what will be my imprint. Right. And I just feel, I find myself asking that question every day when I, when I leave this earth, what is going to be my imprint? Right. I, I understand that. And I have to say that for me, I feel so good when I look at you and Shane and now Ezra because I see my imprint. I see the work that I've done. And it, I think it's made me more grateful for the steps that were taken before me. Right. That enabled me to be in this position. Yes. Because sometimes you forget. Absolutely. You know, and now I'm in a state of remembering each and every day. That's why this was like, this was so heavy on our mind to do this, this episode on gratitude, because we've just been in this constant state of gratitude, like appreciating everything. everything. Everything is like on another level. And I don't know if your dad's death sparked it. I don't know. But what, what I don't, I can't. It's, it's like the ancestors have been so heavy with us and on our minds and it's like they're downloading information to us oh absolutely and we it's our duty to come on here and share with you and express these things to you to help you guys vibrate on this energy because it's something else yes and if y'all after listening to this or even after hearing this intro if y'all are just on the same wave on the same frequency Holla at us and let us know how you are feeling at please, this moment. Please, please. I feel like there was a, a definitely a shadow period after the new year mm-hmm. where for most people things felt a bit still. Right. Or even just, we have to just discuss when it's a new year. You have these big expectations. Yeah. And it's just a day later than (laughs) December 31st. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they say it's like this new energy, but it's not as if our issues from the previous year just completely dissipate. From yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It it just goes from from December 31st to January 1st. Right. It's just like everything carries over. Right. So I think January was just really heavy for a lot of us. And Mm -hmm. even this month has been heavy for a lot of us. But even through that, we have just been in this constant state of gratitude and thankfulness. And just, I also have to say, in order to give gratitude, you have to be present. Mm. So I think we've been in this constant state of presence. Yes. And... I'm just happy to feel... I'm just happy to be in this space. I'm happy to. I really, really am happy to be in this space. So as we usher into this episode, gratitude. What is gratitude? So according to... What is it? Merriam-Webster Dictionary. <laughs> the white man's... Yeah. <laughs> the white yeah. man's book. Is there is there a black <laughs> dictionary? No. Is that a thing? I know they have the monics. Yeah, the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. Okay, but apparently this well, not apparently. This is the definition: the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Okay, and it's interesting because what stood out to me is to return kindness. 
to return kindness. Can I say what my, the black woman's dictionary of gratitude is my, because, okay, for me, I think of gratitude as a little bit deeper than being thankful, in my opinion, because we say thank you all the time. Right. But we don't ever mean it. No. (laughs) You say thank you for holding the door. Yeah. Oh, someone gives you a compliment. Thank you. You say thank you a million times a day because you're taught manners. There's no thought put into it. It's just a response. There's no intention. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that. That was perfect. Absolutely. So for me, gratitude is the ability to understand the richness of life of every second. Yes. To be in that moment and understand the great gifts that life, the universe has blessed you with, whether it's just taking a breath. That is exactly why like to return kindness stood out to me because it just resonated in a way that the universe is so kind to us just through the gift of existence. When you're present. Yeah. When you're present because... What happens is most of us are so caught up in the daily grind of life, which we all have this experience. Nobody wants to get up in the morning at six o'clock and go to work and work all day. And then you still have to come home and you have errands and you have to take care of the kids. And then you get your paycheck and 99.9% of it is going to your rent. Yeah life becomes a grind and mm-hmm. then you are you're just existing and you're not living and in those moments is when you forget what a gift life is absolutely absolutely so being present is an important part of understanding gratitude i love that you mentioned that because one thing that i was thinking about gratitude in terms of the high points in our lives mm-hmm. versus the low points in our lives. Right. And I think about our ancestors mm. and how they endured so much, yet still, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. But also, when we're in these highs, sometimes you can feel like because your life the momentum is moving in a certain direction and things are fast paced and you're getting your coins. Sometimes it feels like, well, I worked for it. I earned it. And you can get so caught up in that, allowing your ego to distract you from what's bigger than you. Yeah. So I think that there, and then there becomes this sense of what's the word. When you expect that, oh, yeah, it's an expectation. Right. Instead yeah. of understanding that this is a blessing and a gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a word it's for entitlement. it. It's about, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. A sense of entitlement. It's, it's an entitlement to the universe. And we could go so deep into how we as humans just feel entitled to the universe. And even, even just like Mama Earth and mm. the way that we... Disrespect this planet. Yes. Yeah. And how we disrespect our resources and how we disrespect the ocean. and It's just... It, All it, of these things that we should be grateful for. Because yes. when you think about how source, how God created everything, there's... 
should be no possible way that you take anything for granted. Yeah. The sun. Right. What would happen if there was no sun? There would be no life. Yeah, the sun is our life source. The ocean. The Again, plants. Our life source. The animals. We take all of these things for granted. Everything just seems so regular. Right. And there's nothing regular about this life. No. Everything is interconnected. And there's a divine plan for how the universe works. There's a divine plan how our bodies work. As being a mother, Oof. are you not in gratitude about your body? Oh, my god! How you provide the nourishments for your child yes. from your breast? Yes. Every day. Every day I'm amazed. That little munchkin I'm looking at him is and so chunky. Him, and he's just looking at me in the eyes and batting his cute little eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> it's the most amazing thing. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. Now, I want us to pivot into chatting about gratitude and its relation to manifestation. Mm, I love this because some people are very practical and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. We have Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody give thanks. Um, I don't think people realize how important gratitude is to in relationship with manifesting and the law of attraction. So let's let's dig deep with this. Absolutely. So it's it's like anything else, right? Yeah. When someone shows you that they're grateful for things that you do, what does it do for you? makes you feel full and what is and it makes you want to do more things exactly. for them exactly yeah. when someone shows you that you you extend yourself and you do things for people and they don't appreciate it what does that make you do uh, i'm off them you're off of it yeah. right so the universe works the same way yeah the more gratitude that you give to the universe the more abundance that it gives to you. Right. Because you're vibrating to the universe that I appreciate each and everything that you do for me. Right. And the universe, that energy, because it doesn't really understand your language. Mm -mm. It's not like, oh, they said such and such. They just understand the energy, the frequency that you're vibrating on. Which is connected to our emotions. Exactly. You can't just say thank you and not actually no, feel it. No. When you're, when you're grateful for something, it's excitement. It's happiness. It's just pure joy. It's just joy. So imagine the frequency that that vibrates. It's very, very high. high. Yes. So the universe understands that frequency because that's how the universe communi the universe communicates on energy and frequency. Yes. Oh, does she just bounce this high ass vibrational frequency to me? Let me bounce back the same thing to her yes. or to him. Yes. Okay. Return that energy. Return that energy. Period. Period. So. That's how manifestation works. That's how the law of attraction works. Absolutely. Like attracts, attracts like. like. Yeah. And the energy that you put in is the energy that you receive. Exactly. In Good or bad. Absolutely. I think that's why it's also important to give gratitude even during those lows. No, that's... Like, that's yeah. kind of where the magic... Ha that's really when the magic happens because... Right. You not only are you being present, but you're surrendering to the experience and still saying, "God, I know that things are not where are I not would where like I them would like them to be. be, but I also honor divine timing, 
Mm. I also have faith in my ability to connect with you. Yes. Connect with you. And I trust in your ability to bless me. Exactly. Because I deserve to be blessed. Exactly. And you hit it exactly. That's why people have such a difficult time getting themselves out of what they consider a rut because they're unable to see the blessing in everything. You need to be able to see the blessing in everything. That's why we always talk about how lessons are also blessings. Absolutely. What value? I think every experience is valuable. Is valuable. Yeah. So even through those those darker times and those hardships, what is it teaching you? What have you learned about yourself? That's and thank called God spirituality. for this experience. Ashe, it is. That's called spirituality. No, it really, really is. Yes. I want us to get into the reason why we decided to do this episode anyways. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, we've been really vibrating in this frequency of love and gratitude and thankfulness. But it's rooted in the the conversations that we've been having about our lineage Mm -hmm. and our ancestors. Yes. So it's February, the shortest month of the year, but, you know, people of color are celebrating Black History Month. And I just want to say that we don't need to look to the history books for Black History Month. Every person has their own story. Just go to your grandfather or your great-grandfather and learn your Black history. And for us, this has just been so heavy on my mind, specifically or particularly me. I've just been in such a state of gratitude with my grandparents, specifically. Um, They've always been my superhero, but as of late, it's really soaking in how much they have done their journey how far we've come because of them yes it's i i can't explain like how it makes me feel inside like my grandfather just passed away last year of a hundred and he and my grandmother were from south carolina camden south carolina and the things that they endured in their lifetime my grandfather only had a third grade education and to think that his grandchildren are all college educated one of his grandchildren is about a month away from being a doctor I'm exaggerating she's not a month away but she'll be a doctor soon and (laughs) they planted the seeds for this life that we have from nothing, yeah. from nothing. And it's like, it touches me to the depths of my soul to think of all the experiences that they had and all the things that they witnessed in their life and the sacrifices that they made. And till now the life that I live which is amazing the life that I was able to give my children and the life you'll be able to get Ezra and it's all due to the work that they did and the work that my great-grandparents did and my great-great-grandparents did 
I love that you mentioned that because that's I think that's the connection that I've been having too. After having a baby, I've been thinking about well, he comes from myself and he comes from Jeremiah, but they come we come from all of these different sources right. of power. All of their experiences, their traumas are embedded in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely incredible. It is incredible. What, like what power that holds. So much power. And I just think about, they were always so happy yeah. and thankful for everything. Yeah, despite it all. Despite it all. And weren't bitter either because... Although, and I'm in, I believe that you told the story about the KKK and those, and um, those experiences that my great grandparents had, but it was never like white people and racism no. was the topic of conversation. Never, never. It was just like these are things that we experienced. The end. Yeah. The end. Literally, it. It was. They were just so focused on making a better life for us exactly yeah exactly so despite your personal feelings being able grandpa being able to see that we had a black president that was like such a major amazing for him to witness that and for grandma to witness that like they they were tickled about that yes they did they literally never thought that that would be possible even when he was running no and then grandpa having three of his four grandchildren go to college and get a college degree and then and watching one, his great and watching me his great grandchild going to college and getting their degree and getting their education and for some people that might not be a big deal but when you think about my great grandpa had a third grade education absolutely and he witnessed First of all, the fact that he I got to experience 26 years with him is just absolutely phenomenal. Right. What a blessing. Like, that was a blessing within itself. But to also experience me and my education, too, was just such a major highlight. Right. Such a major highlight. That was just, like, their biggest focus, like. Making, making sure, sure that we all it. had an education. education yes and um they just wanted us to live an amazing life they didn't really care what they had no, you know no it wasn't they weren't into materialism at all they lived a very simple life and my grandfather his nickname was boss man he had paper mm-hmm. like he came over here like i said he migrated from the south he only had a third grade education he got a job and he worked at that job, which was it Wonder Bread? I don't remember what it was, but it was a factory job in Patterson, New Jersey. And he Wonder worked Bread. that job, Wonder Bread. And he worked that job until he retired. And he retired at 55 with a ton of money in his savings, stocks, bonds, everything that you can imagine. And even when he left this earth, he left money. He was always really good with money, and he they called him boss man because... He was, he was about his business. Yes, and he was the person that if anyone in the family needed a loan, they went to boss man because yes. he had that money. He would get his... 
well <laughs> he didn't want to give it he up he didn't want to give it up i'm not gonna say yeah i'm not yeah. gonna pretend like he was the most <laughs> generous person he he definitely gave to his kids and his grandkids but it was like everybody would be in his pockets so my grandmother was really the enforcer yeah with the checkbook because she was more like if she if had it, it she's giving it, it out yeah. yeah she was like don't be stingy with money you know, you give and it comes right back to you. Yes. But she would make him like if anyone needed anything, yeah. she'd be like, boss, man, go get that checkbook. And <laughs> that and is big boss. energy. yes, yes, yes. And he would write that check. So that was his nickname to the day he died. Boss. Yeah. What's also really interesting, too, is when I think about our ancestors Mm -hmm. we're able to give gratitude to them in a whole new light mm -hmm. and in a way that they're more understanding about it because they're now spiritual beings. Yes. So I really love being able to just sit at my ancestral altar and communicate to them through that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like for some of them, if I mentioned that process while they were here, they wouldn't, they wouldn't understand or necessarily connect or with connect it. with it but now since they are in a whole nother realm and have like such a higher understanding of the universe because they're back to being one with it mm -hmm. it is just so dope it is it is dope since we are speaking of our ancestors we're always talking about our ancestral altars and connecting to them through that but Let's chat about some ways that we can practice gratitude on can we the rewind? daily. Can we rewind for one second? Sure. Because I know we, we, we talk about it all the time, but I feel like let's just, let's reiterate this every episode if we have to, because I feel like literally this is part of our purpose. Please, please consider building an ancestral altar if you don't already have one. Yeah. Because we can tell you how it will change your life. We're witnesses of this. Like yes. we can attest to this. It is healing. It will bring abundance. It will bring blessings. It will bring, bring clarity. Mm -hmm. All of these things that sometimes we look to outside sources. You won't need to do that if you just build not just an altar but build a relationship with your ancestors. Right. Right? And you and we always say too like you are the altar. So even if you just kind of want to get your feet wet, mm -hmm. just start by having conversations with them. Yeah. And they'll respond in their own ways. Yeah. And you'll be able to discern what's for you and what's from your ancestors yeah so ways to practice gratitude i think the most easiest thing to do is just your first words of your day should be thanking god and thanking the universe source for the gift of existence because it is a gift absolutely each breath each each day that you wake up because some people don't get to wake up yeah I'm sure that everyone who's listening there's, has experienced a loss, has experienced death. And some of those death, deaths may have 
it you know happened they lived a, a, an old age yeah. but there's some where you expected to see that person when you woke up i'm thinking about kobe and his daughter right now that's insane. it still doesn't even just speaking about it it just doesn't even feel right no imagine taking your daughter to a basketball game but you don't come home oh and gosh. you you are sitting with your child knowing that you're going to take your last breaths and in that moment with your child. You're not gonna be able to see your other children. She's not gonna be able to see her siblings or her mom again. Mm. I can't even imagine. Me either. And everyone felt the heaviness of that. Yeah. So I think we have short-term memories when it comes to things like that because the same thing happened when Nipsey passed away. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of amazing people that passed away that don't get as much coverage. Right. And I'm naming those because those are the people that we hear about because social media is in everyone's face. Right. But the point is, you have to stay in that spirit of gratitude to stay in the spirit of understanding that life is a blessing. You can't just remember when someone passes away or a tragedy happens. You have to remember every single day. Yeah. And it's so fragile. Life is just so, so fragile. Right. So we have to make every day worth it. Make every day count. Every yeah, second make it count. every day count because we have to take advantage of it. Absolutely. We have to take you don't advantage. know. You know, your time and God's time is two different things. Right. You don't know when your purpose has been filled. Right. Because you don't, you know, you don't know. Yeah, we don't get, like, a telephone call. No. Okay. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> you it's got, coming. You got, you got a month. Yeah. You have a week. No, you, you don't have the opportunity. No one knows when death is knocking at the door. Yeah. So each opportunity that you get to take another breath, to open, to open your eyes, to see your mom, your dad, your siblings, your children, to go to work. Yeah. You know, to be able to get up and go to work every day. As annoying it is, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you're able to get up. It's a blessing that you're able to go to work. It's a blessing that you're able to provide. Yes. So like Amber said, start in the morning. What about gratitude journals? That's an yes. excellent way to stay in gratitude. Yes, even if it's just a weekly thing or a daily thing. I also find that full moons mm -hmm. are a really great time to do gratitude lists or work in your gratitude journal because when the moon is full, so are we, and we are filled with all of these emotions, some negative, some low vibrational. And I think that when you write a gratitude list during that time, it re-energizes you because mm -hmm. we're feeling so sluggish and even depleted during these full moons and just emotionally just drained. Mm -hmm. You write your gratitude list and it's like that light at the end of the tunnel. Right. It's, you know what? Okay. I do have something to live for. Absolutely. And that's the amazing thing about the universe. And I know that there are some people who live in such despair and such poverty, not just physical poverty, but poverty of the mind that they don't understand that things can change with them at the blink of an eye. Right. People don't understand that, but that's how the universe works. Yeah. If you change your energy, you can change your situation. Ooh. 
If you change your energy, you can change your situation. You can change your situation. I'm not going to say it's an overnight process, but change is inevitable. Right. Okay? Change is inevitable. So if you're up, you can get down. And if you're down, you can definitely go up. You will go up. Yes. Um, Other ways to practice gratitude. Being present. which we talked about but let's talk about it again because it's so important i i mean i know i've said something about this before because this is the old lady shit that i do but um people most people are in auto drive right so am you know i tell you this all the time sometimes i don't remember how i got to work because i'm in like i'm literally an autopilot yes i'm not thinking Isn't isn't that scary when you think about it too like what was I, where was my mind? Yes. What was I doing? Yes. Like, were you paying attention to the scenery and looking at no. your window? Did and you look at the clouds today? That's what I want to get to. That's what I've been focusing on. And that's a meditation of some sort. Oh, absolutely. So now I make sure that I'm present like every second, yeah. every step I take as I walk to the car, through right. the garage, I look around. Right. If I see people, I speak to them. Right. I get in my car, I drive out the garage, and I notice everything. I'm looking at the trees. I notice the sun. I speak to the sun. Like, oh my God, you're so bright today. God, thank you. Like, I love the sun. Yeah. I acknowledge everything on my way to work, and I stay in the moment, and I'm present. As a millennial, it is... It's hard work to be present, honestly. Yeah. Because you guys everything are always- <laughs> Yeah, we're always on our phone and mm-hmm. just we're so worried. Not even just worried. I think there's a lot of like distractions. Uh, soci- there's definitely a lot of distractions, but there are a lot of societal pressures that we're just focusing on the next moment. And Eckhart Tolle said like the next moment doesn't it's not guaranteed. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. It doesn't it just it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Period. It hasn't happened yet. The past doesn't exist either because it's done. It's gone. The only thing that matters is now. That's the only thing that matters. Exactly. And I think that motherhood has forced me to be more present, especially just to a newborn and watching the growth every single day there is something new and breastfeeding in particular has been somewhat of a meditation because (laughs) I'm so used to being on my own schedule and now I'm like on this little person schedule on demand and it forces me to just completely disconnect from everything else and just focus in on that moment. It's definitely been a meditative experience, but it's crazy because on the other hand of being a new mom, it's sometimes hard for you to be present for your own experiences because you are just in a constant state of nurturing and I don't want to say worrying, but just like making sure that he's good. Right. And babies are very demanding yeah so of course like I said breastfeeding is meditative for me but I think it's also been really really important um getting back to my 
spiritual practice of meditating on my own Mm -hmm. at least four times a week if not every day i love it and i do that through the insight timer app which i like sometimes i share on my stories which is really cool just a side note that it's black history month so now that they have some they have a little bit more of black practitioners sharing meditations like alex l and leila delia so shout out to that because it's really cool to be able to meditate with voices that I can connect to Mm -hmm. and of course doing my tarot meditations too love all of that and then of course every time I meditate I just say thank you yeah thank you for my time yeah thank you for this time to be able to experience this yeah I love it We really have been speaking about giving gratitude to the universe, but another way that we can give gratitude is to those that show up for us on the daily basis. I love, love, love. Like you said, we talked about the universe and we talked about our giving gratitude to our ancestors, but what about the people that are in our everyday lives? I think that most of us take for granted the people that show up for us on a daily basis. Oh, um, we all do. Everyone does it. And I have to say, we have to do better with appreciating, acknowledging, and nurturing, and showing up, and what's our word? Reciprocity. Oof, yes. An equal give and take of energy to the people that are in our lives on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. We have a habit of forgetting. We have a habit of taking people for granted. And we have a habit of doing these things until they're no longer here. And then we mourn. Right. Are we mourning because they're no longer here? Or are we mourning because we didn't do right by by these people? Right. So that's a perfect way to give gratitude is just every day be good to the people that are in your lives just appreciate them yes right yeah do you have any other ways (laughs) we could take it back to just self-care that's a perfect way to give gratitude too. give gratitude to yourself right um appreciate your body appreciate your life this is a gift this is a blessing right you can't take that for granted take care of yourself take care of your health love on yourself do not look for an outside source be be your own source love yourself nourish yourself nurture yourself yes right because when you're full then you have it to give yes and making sure that our and that and that also just goes back to giving gratitude for those that show up for us because it's always great to have people in our corner so that when our cups are filled you know they can fill ours back up and really after this or it might trigger something in you or start a spark do you who are you like do you fill do you fill your loved ones cups when they're not full are your is your cup being full? Yeah. I I I have probably an issue with that because I feel like I'm probably the nurturer of 
everyone in my life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like there's no reciprocity. Mm -hmm. But I also have to take blame for that because you can't give until you're empty. Right. You have a duty to take care of yourself too. Right. And the other thing is that's a great way to gauge your relationships because if you're not getting reciprocity, and I'm not talking about children because children, and you'll understand this, children have, they're just selfish by nature. Right. And I think it's also important to note that when we speak about reciprocity, it doesn't mean material, direct, direct reciprocity. Like you, somebody might hold you down on a financial level, but what other resources do you give to them? Yeah. Do Are you their shoulder to lean on? Exactly. What energy? It just goes back to energy, how everything is energy. Like what energy are you putting into people? And what energy do they put into you? Exactly. And just matching that. Exactly. So I don't want you to think that, oh, I, I can't you give it. Yeah, I bought you Chanel. And yeah, you only now. got me Michael Kors. No, <laughs> no disrespect to yeah, Michael Kors. No. We're not talking about um, anything material. We're talking about energy. Yeah. And um, just being present because right. being present is a presence. It is. And I think in this day and age, I think most people have an issue with being present. Even if you find yourself going out to dinner, do you, do, you, do you notice that when you go out to dinner now, no one, everyone is at the table and they're on their phone or they're Snapchatting or they're Instagramming? Right. It's sad. I have to say that sometimes I feel really disappointed in myself because I try to time lapse back to like years ago and sometimes it feels like I don't have any memories mm-hmm. of like who I was or what I was doing. And I feel like a, a majority of that is to just not being present mm-hmm. and just being so caught up on what's going on and things outside of me. Yeah. So I think that like now when I'm 27 now, I know that at 35, I'm going to remember all of my experiences at 27 and at 26 because I've been pretty intentional about being present. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that I'm always present because I'm not, but I try to remind myself when I'm not or I have you to remind me when I'm not. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And if you guys feel the same, then I I definitely recommend because it's kind of fucked up when you think about when you try to think about how your life was and you, you can't have remember. no memories. Yeah. About, I just know like, or even just conversations that you've had. Right. Like my boyfriend, he can recite quotes. That's something that his uncle or his cousin said mm-hmm. from like 1996. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember exact quotes or exact like right. conversations. And I just want to be able to, do that and the way to document it is just being fully emerged in that moment yeah and I feel like for me we have this discussion not as much now that you're a mom because mm-hmm. you're forced to be present but it's disheartening to me when you know even before you were out of the house because you were an adult and you had your own life and I was doing busy busy doing my thing we didn't get as much time as when you were younger mm-hmm. so when we did have time 
I'm like ready to converse with you and share energy and you'd be like on the phone phone. Mm -hmm. and that would like drive me crazy right and you didn't understand it then but now I see that you get it yeah I do like it's like the internet and social media it's like it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time I think also the blessing of us no longer living under the same household is that when we spend time together even though we talk all day all day long literally (laughs) all day long um even though we talk all day like when we're physically together we are fully fully present yeah and i really really appreciate that yeah and i appreciate you so much more because i'm being present i'm very happy about that because sometimes i did not feel yeah appreciated i knew i was loved Right. Of course, but, but sometimes it's a different I didn't thing feel when you don't feel appreciated. Yeah, I understand. I understand. This was really great. I'm it glad was. that we were able to have. And this it wasn't as heavy because sometimes no, we get sometimes a little we, heavy. Yeah, sometimes we do, but it's always necessary. We're transmuting all of these different yeah. energies, and it's important for us to share. So. Everyone has been missing your affirmations. This one is so short and sweet, Anne. What you got for us? Honestly, it's be- I feel very pressured when it's time for me to come up with an affirmation. So <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do them at the episode from now on. But um, since, you know, this was such, uh, we were very much led by spirit to do this. Like, you have to do an episode on gratitude. Like both of us, yeah, we had the same idea and we came yeah. together like, oh my God, I was just thinking that. It seems so simple, but it was just, it just seemed so necessary. Absolutely. So can I start? Yes. Okay. I sit in gratitude with each breath I take as I acknowledge that the universe is a loving source of infinite abundance, love, and knowledge. Should yes. I do my... Rewind. You already know. Okay. Why are you acting like you don't know? I know. (laughs) I sit in gratitude with each breath I take as I acknowledge that the universe is a loving source of infinite abundance, love, and knowledge. Yes. And I just want to close it by, Mom, I'm so grateful for you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm just... Literally, I I can't stress the word grateful enough, not just for how you show up for me daily, but just the fact that we were given this purpose to do this in this lifetime together. Thank you, Am. And you give me life. Okay, now we have tears in our eyes. I know. (laughs) Holla at y'all later. Love you. (laughs) We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you were able to connect with us through some of the things that we've shared. The olive branch has definitely been extended and we'd love to continue the dialogue. So please engage with us and share your feedback, suggestions, likes, tell your sister, give us some positive energy. You can use the hashtag BGA podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Brown Girl Alchemy, at Amber the Alchemist and at Nelly Mommy Alchemist. Until next time, Brown Girls, we see you.